Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch community, and welcome to episode 44 of the 167 podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor at the Porch Community Church. As always, here with my friend, media pastor, Josh Harrell. Hello, sir. Hey, Shannon. How's it going? It's going great. It's going great. <laughs> my headphones are acting weird, but otherwise, otherwise all is well. I, so. I think it's about time to get some new ones. Yeah, maybe. Um, I want our listeners to join in on a mm-hmm. fun conversation we were just having. About belching? No, about oh. ASMR. Oh, oh, um, yeah. And it freaks me out. And like you were just doing it in the microphone before, and it, I don't know if any of our list. Yes. Hello, listeners. We're so glad you're with us today. <laughs> if you are into this fad, cool. I just don't get it. Justin Crenshaw is. Like the stuff that people say in these microphones just like goes down my spine and it just makes me so anxious. Why does it bother you, Josh? I don't know. <laughs> Like I'm what like people whispering in my ear just makes me seem like if I turn around someone's gonna be there to stab me. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. I have I a don't strong really opinion. Care for it. Yeah, I, there are certain sounds I like, but the the whispering thing I'm not really down I, for now. You know, people talk about being like a like a sound is like comforting and soothing to them. Uh-huh. I don't really have one. Really? Um, no. Huh? But one thing, like I can tell if. The ceiling, like I can wake up in the middle of the night and tell if Kara turned off the ceiling fan and it was on when I went to bed. Ah. And it's not because of like the sound of it. It's because of the circulating air. Yeah. Like I can yeah, tell when that stops. Yeah. Now yeah. I, I have that, <clears throat> but sounds. No. No. It's probably from all your like sound work. You're probably just deaf. And so it doesn't really. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, um, well that's <laughs> one. That's a good one way to start. People probably already started turning it off like as soon as I started like. Whispering in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so episode forty four. Yeah, we're we're yeah. coming. What are we gonna do for our fiftieth episode? Nothing because fifty is not an anniversary on anything. Oh. Uh, what what's an anniversary? You would say fifty two, but we had a week where we did one every day, so it's like Oh, gotcha. Fifty seven is gonna be our one year mark. Oh, okay. Not the number of episodes, but the time. Yeah, you, you celebrate yeah. the time, not the number of episodes. I don't know. Like, when we get to, like, when we a, get to like 500. Yeah, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll have a party. All right, you went lower. Okay, 100. Okay, yeah. So I mean, right. considering we thought it'd go, like, six. Yeah, 56 more episodes after this. <laughs> um, so in this 44th episode, I wanted to share something today that has... And I kind of started to wade into these waters a little bit on Sunday as we started... Um, our Exodus series, and uh, we started off in Exodus 19 in the middle of it all. Um, but this is something that's been on my heart, it's been on my mind, it's kind of just been there in the forefront uh, for me, you know, over the last month, you know, couple, maybe three weeks even, not that long. Um, and it's just this increased, very increased, heightened desire to see, well, one, within myself, uh, spiritual renewal and revival, but then also within our church mm-hmm. is to see this um, spiritual renewal and revival. And we just had a great time as a staff praying together this morning 
um, just sitting around uh, at the foot of the cross in, in the, our auditorium and praying and praying for all those who serve and, and give their time and the people that we get to lead. Yeah. Um, and then praying for one another and just, just asking God to revive us. And um, so this is something that's really just been on my my heart. Um, I want to ask you this question, but I think, uh, yeah, I'll save it for next week. I'm going to save it for episode 40. Now I'm going to like think about the entire week, what you're going to ask uh, me next week. Maybe, okay, well, yeah, next week I have a question for you, Josh. Okay. So, um, here's a couple of verses I thought that I'd like to share uh, on on revival, on spiritual renewal, um, just real quick before we kind of talk a little bit more. But Psalm eighty five six says, "Won't you revive us again, so your people can rejoice in you?" So this is prayer, asking God, seeking God to revive us. Psalm eighty nineteen. Turn us again to yourself, O Lord, God of heaven's armies. Make your face shine down upon us. I mean, whew. when you start, you know, if you do any kind of um, scripture study on like the glory of God and just mm-hmm. how we've never seen his face, like to ask that, that is ooh, asking his face to shine down on us. I mean, it blinded Paul. Right. Yeah, it sure did. Second <laughs> um, Chronicles 7.14, Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. Complete side note. Yep. I can't read this verse without playing the casting crown song in my head. Ah, I don't know if I know that. Um, you want to sing it to us? No, it's it, no, it's this, it's this, it's this, it's the words. Yeah. It's, it, it, I think it's called if my people prayed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And anytime someone reads this, it, it instantly goes hear it. the lead yeah. singer of Casting Crowns like singing it. Uh-huh. And it's just so distracting. Yeah. Um, there's a phrase, uh, he was pierced for our transgressions and crushed for our sins. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a like a bluegrassy type song that I I had, that Drew had it, um, like a CD of it several years ago. And I just really liked it. And so now, same thing, anytime I hear that verse, I just start like singing that song. So, uh, James four, eight says, come close to God and God will come close to you. There's a promise. So talking about revival and renewal, mm-hmm. come close yeah. to God. He will come close to us. Wash your hands. You sinners. That happens to be me. What about you? Yeah. Okay. Purify your hearts for your loyalty. This one hurts. Your loyalty is divided between God and the world. That, I, I assume the weight of this has probably been the same through centuries. Mm-hmm. But it just feels so heavy, like yeah. how hard we are divided now. I mean, I assume <sighs> it was the same yeah. back then as it is now. But man, are we divided? Yeah. From from what we say is important to us and what is actually yep. important to us. Yep. Yep. The battle is real, uh, f- for our mind, for our attention, mm-hmm. for our thoughts, our. What we what we put in, I mean, yes, it, it's it's a real battle, and I think you're right. I I don't know necessarily if it's more difficult now. Uh, I would think that just being human beings, we're we're going to find ways to yeah fill in the idleness, mm-hmm. you know, the all that. So, um, 
we re- we need revival in our lives. We need it in our homes. We need it in our churches. And and so, like I said, I desire this in my life. Um, this is what I'm seeking. This is what I'm praying to God for, and just just spending more time in prayer than I have um, in a long time. More time reading scripture than I have in a long time. More time just singing in my car because no one else sh- should have to you know, put up with that. Um, uh, but I, I really do. I, re- I desire spiritual renewal and I, and I'm praying for and seeking that, that this would be the desire of the hearts of the people that call the porch community mm-hmm. church, their church. Okay. So before we dive into more about renewal and revival, uh-huh. why don't we define what renewal and revival mm-hmm. actually is? Because, you know, for me, a long time revival was something you went to. It uh-huh. wasn't actually a state. You're kind of answering the question I was going to ask you next week, but that's okay. I'm, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, well, okay, here's the question for next week, and I'll bring it up again. So when you hear revival, what do you think? A big tent revival. Is it, is, it, is it nice and cold? No. No. <laughs> it's usually during the middle. It's usually during the July. hottest part. No, um, it was funny. So I guess the state of Georgia was in this big um, drought, like... 07 to 11. I don't know when, but like there was this time period where there was a big drought. So, mm-hmm. coffee, all the Coffee County churches came together and it was called Send the Rain Revival. Oh. And it was talking about bringing physical rain and Holy Spirit rain. Wow. And we met for like every day for like two weeks, all the churches in the community. And then on the last day, it rained. Mm. That's all I remember about it. I can't tell you what anything was preached, what anything Did was Did the sung. people rejoice? I think it rained so much that the joke was, next time we don't do that. <laughs> next time we just meet for one week. Yeah. But, <laughs> but so, but for a lot of listeners, revival might be something mm-hmm. you go to it and not really understanding what a revival is. Yep. Yep. So what is a revival and what is a renewal? How are they different? Yeah. I would say that when I use, it seems like I do interchangeable words a lot, but it's just what it is. I would say that renewal and revival are interchangeable. I, I, I see them as one and the same. Um, they're both, um, if you think about something being revived, then it was mm-hmm. dead mm-hmm. and it's come back to life. And if you think of something being renewed, then maybe it just was on its last legs and it needed to be, or it has expired. So, I mean, they're, they're almost kind of the same to me. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I purposely would, would say, and, and that's probably why I do the interchangeable words, is I try to be aware of words that I know sometimes fall into that Christianese category. And revival is definitely one. Right, and so I find myself saying spiritual renewal because to me it's the same, but it mm-hmm. doesn't, for some people, have a negative connotation. Yeah. And I, and I hate to say that, but it's just the reality well, of it. Well, it's a good thing taken to a place that, that didn't do... Well, yeah. You know, it could have been a fantastic thing, but mm-hmm. since humans are involved, someone got hurt. Right, right. You know? And I would say, and I've, I've, I've made this comment for years, it's, it's always baffled me when a church would like on their calendar schedule a revival. Oh yeah. Um, and to me that, that is not what I'm talking about as we talk about this. And as I say, this is a desire, um, for me and for our church. Um, it's, it's that we would be revived and, and, and how God does that and when God does that and what that looks like, whatever. Um, then that needs to be, that's God's timing. That's Mm -hmm. on, that's on God's, calendar that's on his 
watch, you know, whatever you want to call it. And so um, that's not something you schedule. Um, when I think about, in a historical sense, when you, so, all right, that's a good thing to look at. Like, historically, you can look back on times that have been labeled revival. Right. And what you find is that uh, it is it, it is an inbreaking of the presence of God in people's lives, whether it's in a church or an assembly or whatever, however they get together. And what happens is people are humbled and they are saved. Mm-hmm. And uh, from that comes salvation and restored relationships and um, a deeper relationship with God. Right. So that's what revival is when I talk about that, or spiritual renewal, you know? Yeah, and then so that goes exactly along the lines of what I think Psalm 85, 6 is saying. Right. You know, because it doesn't say revive us. It, re- it says revive us again. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it, it's almost like the the first revival mm-hmm. was us going into salvation. Yeah, and right. Then, and then basically now we need revivals to kind of, we, we go astray, and then we kind of need those revivals to snap us back in line. Yeah, yeah. Back, back onto what God called us to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's almost like those realignment. Yeah. And next week we're going to I'm going to share a timeline of s- some of the great revivals that have happened in history mm-hmm. and in American history. Yeah. Um and and um you see an ebb and flow. It's a cyclical thing. And oh, yeah. I think that's kind of uh, um you know, we get to places in our life and we were just talking about this. So we've got a worship night coming up on Monday October. October 18th, right? 7.30. And we were like, man, we should schedule more of these. And then we were like, well, but we don't want them to become like just old hat, like something you just do. But then you pointed out that like it popped up on our memories or whatever on Facebook, like this time last year, we had a worship night and the year before that, yeah, you know, we had a worship night. And so it's like, oh, well, maybe it's because this time of year, we're kind of getting into that place of, all right, this is the routine now. Like we've started school we're doing the stuff like everyone's kind of getting into a routine that can very that quickly turns in can turn into just like mundane mm-hmm. go through the motions um yeah i mean from a church standpoint when i look at the calendar mm-hmm. we're we're on like i've said this to someone we're on cruise control until we ramp up for december mm. yeah you know and then we have the same thing on the other side of christmas mm-hmm. it's like all right now we're on cruise control until easter yeah, I don't like that. I don't either. <laughs> I don't like that. And it's not, I don't think we, we don't say those words out loud. No. That, that you were just defining kind of sometimes yeah. what it could feel like. Yeah, that, so. that's what almost like this season of year feels like. Mm-hmm. Is because because we've gotten our, we've done Jesus' Life Weekend. We've done uh, VBS. Like mm-hmm. we had a packed summer. And that, now we're, what's the next thing? Yeah. It's Christmas. Yeah. Because so many people are busy doing other things, we don't generally plan things during this time of year because of the um, participation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and even like, and I'm going to mention this in this Sunday's message uh, for uh, October 17th, but you know, we started this Exodus series, and we purpose that was one of the reasons I, I planned to have this series, a study in an Old Testament book this time of year, to kind of... Kind of uh, jar us out of a routine yeah. or a rut or whatever you want to say. Um, but, you know, when did we start the series? The weekend of fall break. So it's probably, yeah. you know, one of our lower 
attended Sundays because some people were out of town. Mm-hmm. You know, so one of the things I'm going to say in in week two of the series is, hey, if you missed week one, go back and listen. <laughs> go back and listen. Watch it, whether it's on podcast or Facebook or YouTube, however. But like, go and watch it because it really does set the stage for. Um, what I see in in this whole experience of Exodus that we can apply to, to 2021 like oh, yeah, to us right sure. now. Yeah. So so yeah, you know, when I think about revival, when I say revival or renewal, I don't mean like the summer sweaty, you know, <laughs> night tent revivals, you know, but but a culture of prayer. That's yeah. super key. Mm. Revival comes on prayer. It yes. is not it, it you can write down revival and say you know, July 5th, we're going to have a revival. Mm-hmm. You can do that, and you can call it that and everything, but, like, it is in our earnest prayers as we seek God to be renewed, to be revived, that He begins that work. I'm, I'm glad you said prayer is where revival starts, because too many people, like, uh, want to put it on, like, a worship set, you know? Yeah. Like... Man, the spirit was moving. He's going to cause revival to come out of that music, which, which he totally he could. could. Yeah. Or you you did a kick yeah. butt message. Right. Revival is going to start out of that, which it could. Mm-hmm. But it starts with prayer. Starts with prayer. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have a lights out sermon mm-hmm. or a killer worship set. Mm-hmm. If it's not it, if it's not started with prayer, it doesn't matter. Right. Exactly. It's a it's a culture of prayer. For revival, and and what happens, and when I say that, it's like this is built, this should be built into the fabric, the DNA of of our church, Mm -hmm. that we are people of prayer, and that we are always seeking revival. I mean, think about that. So it's not like, well, we should probably start praying for revival again. No, no, imagine if that was always at the forefront of, Mm -hmm. okay, God, we're expecting you to move, we're expecting you to... We're expecting you to take the person that's sit, sitting on the fence, that's got one foot in and one foot out, the person that's kind of like, eh, I'm just kind of going through the motions, the person that walks through the door and doesn't know a lick about anything God-related, but they just felt felt drawn to be here, What wherever they find themselves, but like in a place that it, that is seeking spiritual renewal, that people come to know Jesus, that they mm-hmm. lay down yeah. their junk, they lay down all the crud and they just say god here i am forgive me thank you for jesus i want to live into what you really have Mm -hmm. and that is an ongoing process and that is the true spirit of revival yes as opposed as opposed to what i don't want to say i grew up hearing this this was a joke i think a lot of us even if i you didn't yeah you know this was a joke about revival you know when your attendance starts dipping yeah. Let's have a revival to get people back. Yeah. You know, it, it was a... Ah, yeah, okay. It was yeah. used as, as a uh, self-correct, self-correcting... Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Numbers are down, givings are down, it's time for a revival. Right. But let's bring in a spe- uh, preacher that, that can bring butts in the seats and put money in the plate. <laughs> and that's revival. Wow. And, and, and I'm not I saying mean, the church I grew up did that, because sure. I don't know, I, mean, I don't I, think they I, did. I, I act surprised, and it's not, because I could, I could see that. And but I, I know think plenty I, of churches that have done that. Right. And it's just, it, all, it just seems so like, and just not okay to do that, <laughs> but I don't know. So, so what I'm getting at, uh, listeners, is not condemning those people, but yeah. the prayerful caution I have 
when I pray for a revival, that it is not fixing something that I see wrong, but correcting something in myself. Mm, yeah. And and what I want God to do in me spills out to other people. That's right. That it's, is it's not about, dead on. It's not about fixing the church or anything that's wrong with the church. Mm-hmm. It's about fixing yourself and then what God fixes in you spills out to other yeah. people and and that's how revival mm-hmm. happens. I'm glad you said what God fixes in you because yeah. that's right. Um yes, and I think that's a really good point to make because um when I talk about this is something that's been stirred up with me, it's certainly, you know, the catalyst for it was not like, you know, someone handed me a, a finance sheet or a, you know, uh, an attendance, you know, update or whatever. And I was like, oh, we got to do something. Like uh, that just didn't even like register uh, that that would, but yeah, you're right. It, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a, I just want to see people who are prayerfully seeking after God for him to renew us. And I think from that, he will do his work. Yeah. 100%. He will do his work. And one of the things that I, I think um, you asked me before we started uh, recording, like, what was the impetus for this in me? And I was like, I don't really know. I think it was just God, you know. Um, but I will say that some of the things that have stirred me and, and encouraged me, for sure, the witness, has been. it's been the actions and the response of some others yeah. that I've seen. Um, one of which, uh, Sheila and Chuck Roberts, something that the Lord really impressed on her heart uh, several months ago was to for us for them to for us to have people available to pray with others during the service, right. you know, mm-hmm. and um, and and they stepped into that leadership role, and so that's been wonderful. And then um, same thing, you know, that's something that that it was really God really impressed on Justin for a while um, was to start filling in time on Sunday mornings to get people to say, yeah, I'll pray for, I think it's what, 30-minute increments during yeah. the time that we're here on campus worshiping. Like, mm-hmm. so I guess from 9, 9 to 12.30 or something like that to where people can go online. Oh, you could probably tell us about that. But but just, you can give detail in a minute. Um, but just that desire to have people praying that praying, you know, covering over us, praying, praying for, um, you know, for us, for our health, for mm-hmm. all the people that are here getting things ready and doing stuff and just praying again for God to show up and, and move in people's mm-hmm. lives. So yeah. that's been really cool. Um, the Thursday there's a, do you, do you come to that one? Or are you still, I've asked you that before. No, I, think. I don't, I, I don't come, uh, right now because I feel like I do a, Yep, no. you got other yep. stuff. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, but there's a Thursday morning, like 6 a.m. men's group that has, started, that has been meeting for a couple of months now, two yeah. months now, and, and they meet and amazing. pray, and they're just, they are meeting, and it's really cool because these guys are getting to know each other, multi-generational, um, and they've been praying, and they've been praying for revival and, and renewal. Um, and even some mentoring and discipleship relationships yeah. have sprung out out of that too. Yes. Yes. And that's been awesome. And I really would like to start and whether it's, whether it's connected with worship or not, I don't know, but I, I think having, I don't know about once a month, but every, you know, a few months at least well, is yeah. to just have a night of, of prayer and, and worship or just prayer or, you know, but I just think to, to make those opportunities available, you I, know. And I, and I was the one that actually brought up doing it monthly. 
because I, I kind of knew that we tend to hit this once in October with mm-hmm. the worship night. Mm-hmm. But, and then after hearing, uh, after doing our prayer and stuff like that, I mean, it's just been really eating on me. It's like, so why do you want to structure the Holy Spirit? Why do you want to put him in a box? You just do it when I tell you to do it. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's kind of how that stuff should be. Yeah. Like we, we have, like Sunday morning, we're going to have church. Right. Unless the Holy Spirit tells us not to. <laughs> right. But we're going to do that. We have these certain things that we do consistently. Mm-hmm. But but why do we want to take the 167 and just add boxes for you to check as opposed to create opportunities that the Holy Spirit has laid on us to actually do? Right, right. And let's do that instead of just giving them one more thing that they ha- that right. people have to do. Here's another program yeah. to, to, to fit support. into. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, okay, let's let's... Let's do that. And, you know, anything that's good, anything that is, um, you know, I'll use an example. I say good. It's something that, like, people really enjoy and love, and they're like, yes, our our Jesus is life weekend. Yeah. What do we hear every year? We should do this in the spring. Yeah. We should also do this in the spring. Not not instead of, but, like, also. Yeah, twice. And it's like, you know what? No, because it, it, it takes away from mm-hmm. that. Or, you know, other things like that. Um, like worship nights, like we should do this every Sunday, you know, and I think you're right. Like we just need to go, okay, God, when do you want us to do this? Now, if God tells us to do exactly. one in the spring, exactly. I'll take some yeah. medication and we'll make it happen. <laughs> we'll give you maybe, I don't know. Four days notice this yeah, time. Yeah, maybe, maybe 96 hours we'll get to you. But spiritual renewal, revival, um, you know, I just, my heart longs for that. Um, I, I hope that, that that is the case, um, for everyone listening, you know, um, maybe you're hearing that. So like I said, next episode, we're going to look at the historical timeline, but I did want to share this one because, um, there's, there's this great definition of, um, uh, revival or what, what a revival could look like uh, within a church. And, uh, this happened, Josh, 42 years before our, country's independence. Mm. Okay, so in 1734, um, Jonathan Edwards in Northampton, Massachusetts, it, he, he wrote this about um, a revival, and he said, it pleased God to display his free and sovereign mercy in the conversion of a great multitude of souls in a short space of time, I love this. Turning them from a formal, cold, and careless profession of Christianity to the lively exercise of every Christian grace and the powerful practice of our holy religion. Mm. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's like, that's about as clear as you can get. Um, If you don't know who Jonathan Edwards was, he's basically the Billy Graham of the Puritans. Yes, yeah, I mean, uh, way back in the yeah. day, yeah. Like, yeah. his, he wrote every single sermon he preached down, mm-hmm. and I know at least one of them is actually still being taught in public schools. Uh, like, Sinners in the Hands of Angry God, mm-hmm. I read twice in high school. Like wow. It was assigned reading twice. So, when, when people, this guy is legit. Yeah, yeah. So, when he says something, you listen. You go, okay. So what happens in, so someone might go, well, what, what happens with renewal? What happens in revival? So if, what if I pray to be revived? Shannon, what's going to happen? Well, what happens in revival renewal is that God 
supernaturally transforms believers? Because if you notice what Jonathan said, he said um, a conversion of people that go from a cold, careless profession of Christianity. So there were people who were already professing to be believers, mm-hmm. yep. who who needed to be revived, who needed to be renewed. So in, in spiritual revival, what God does is he supernaturally transforms believers and non-believers, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and people just sense this presence of God, and it's powerful. And, and you know what comes with that? It Conviction of mm-hmm. sin. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's like with great despair, you know, contrition, you know, just like, oh, you know, and of course that should be followed with repentance and, and prayer. Um, I think there's a hunger for God's word. I don't think, I believe there's a hunger for God's word when, when spiritual revival is happening in someone's Mm -hmm. life. Um, and just a lot of really authentic conversions occur and renewals happen and people just, you know, their lives are changed. Uh, I thought it'd be, so I think a good question to ask is why should a church pray for spiritual renewal or revival? Because it's already the church, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you're there, you're worshiping yeah. God, like you're you're saying you're Christian, like why should you pray for renewal and revival? I mean, I could see someone asking that question. I know, know? I know the answer for myself. Okay, let's hear it. Because I've become apathetic. Ooh, so that's why it should it's necessary? In, for yeah. me, yes. Yeah, well, I think I, you speak for like 312 people when you say that. Or actually 624. I don't know how many. <laughs> I don't I was trying to think of a, a big number, but I don't know. <laughs> but it's um for for me it's too easy to get into um this is just what I do. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Instead of ardent prayer and ardent worship. Yeah. Faithful worship, faithful prayer. Mm-hmm. So the act of re- this trying to be in constantly in the state of revival and renewal mm-hmm. is usually when my faith walk is strongest because I'm constantly seeking God yeah. Yeah. and and praying for him to do work in me and and I I would hope I would I mean I know it's true for for me and and you know, I just the prayer time that we just had as staff but like it we are declaring our dependence on God. Mm-hmm. And um when you're doing that and then you look in the mirror, you realize, oh yeah, I'm so not in charge of this thing. Yeah. Like this is not, this is not my deal. This is a God, Mm. this is God's work. And I just get to be a little tiny part of it. Um, and so why should a church pray for revival and renewal? Like the apathy you talk about, but you know, the church that prays for revival, Josh, it prays for God's power Mm -hmm. to, to be real. Yeah, and Acts one eight. You know, we just got through doing that series, um, but it says you will receive what power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, through Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. These are Jesus's words to his disciples. Um, he didn't say you will receive niceness or you will receive um, hospitality or you will receive. Um, the best auditorium or like all those things, like the things that sometimes we might think are yeah the most important. They're yeah. not. He's like, no, you'll receive power mm-hmm. when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you're going to be able to witness in my name for the glory of God, for his kingdom. That's it. And that's more important than so any. So that's why a church should pray for spiritual renewal and revival yeah. is so that, that we're not running on our own steam because that's mm-hmm. not going to, you know, and here's the here's the reality. There's a certain amount of power 
that we as human beings have been given, right? Yeah. Like some of us are more persuasive than others. Some of us are more innovative or creative. Some are more attractive to, you know, and, and all of these are, you know, to a degree until you look really close, you know, um, we can, we can, <laughs> we can plan well, we can organize, we can pull off amazing things, you know, but all of those things are absolutely nothing compared to the power that, that withheld, that, that held within God. Yeah. And so when a church prays for a revival, for spiritual renewal, and when I say a church, I mean the the people of the church are praying for that in their lives. They're not just praying like, hey, I hope something really cool happens at church on Sunday. Okay, let's make that clear, right? Yeah. It's not like, hey, I'm going to be praying because I hope that the worship service this coming Sunday is the greatest service that's ever happened. Mm-hmm. That's not the, the reason. No, it's a individual's desire, Christian individual desire to say, oh, God, I need you, I need you, mm-hmm. I, I am nothing without you, um, forgive me, and Lord, would you make yourself so known that those who do not know you yep. run to you? Mm-hmm. And if it's at our church, so be it. But if it's at work, so be it. You know, like, we want to be a place that people can come to. Right. But it's not about, we're praying this so that, you know, so many numbers come, kind of like what you were saying, like, oh, numbers are down. Oh, we need this to change or whatever. Um, so when a church prays for revival, the, the church is praying for power, not of our own. And, and we're praying for the power of the Holy Spirit to be poured out in greater measure than, than, than what we can imagine, right? So it's this, it's this very, it's a prayer of faith. It's a prayer of need. And it is definitely a prayer of humility. Oh, yeah. When we say, "Lord, revive us," mm-hmm. um, it's and yeah. like our prayer um, today as a staff, it, it it's also a prayer of repentance. Yes, for sure. Yep, it is a prayer of repentance, and that's what Acts chapter three um, says. Now repent of your sins and turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped away. Then times of refreshment or mm-hmm. times of refreshing, depending on the version you read. Times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord, and he will again send you Jesus, your appointed Messiah. Now, of course, he's talking about the second coming there, but oh my goodness. Repent, turn to God, and then times of refreshing. I mean, that's just a great promise. And so you see in that that the church that prays for revival prays for, for, for an awakening, for an awakening from that, that state of just being asleep. Yeah, you know? not dead. Yeah. Just asleep. Because, you know, revival, yeah. Christians have already been revived the first time. So yeah. and then we've just gotten lazy and asleep. Well, right. And there's a reason then when when we talk about this next week for sure, but the there's a reason that the revivals in early American history are referred to as the Great Awakenings. And yeah. there's more than one. You know, kind of like the great there was the Great War and then there was World War Two. And it's yeah. like, oh, there was gonna be another one. You know, Who but knew? in this way. But but if there's anything needed today, it's an awakening mm-hmm. from our sleep, from our slumber, because we are sleepy towards God. Mm-hmm. And and the things that God wants. Yeah. And I mean, we haven't merely just been entertained by other things, but I think we have failed to be awed by God. Mm. We have failed to be in awe of who he is. And I don't think you can really be in awe of him unless you are in his word and you are praying and you are in worship. You're just not going to be. Mm -hmm. You're not just going to suddenly be in awe of God. I mean, Mm -hmm. unless he wants 
too. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, it's it's just it's so simple, and yet we it, we make it difficult. You know, so the church that prays for revival is is praying for an awakening to God, and they're praying for times of refreshing from the Lord. And it's like, oh, we want to be in awe of you, God. And and we've already mentioned this, but the church that that prays for revival prays for salvation for those who do not know God. Mm-hmm. I mean that that has to be part of it. Otherwise, it's it's not. I wouldn't say selfish, but it's. I mean, it's okay to be a believer and say, I, I need more of you, God, and I've, this is, you know, I've, I've fallen asleep, or, you know, like, that's fine. But, um, you know, he, he wants to make his name known to those who don't know his name. Yeah. I, for, for me, again, like, the first stages of revival are all about getting myself right. Yep. And then, as, as long as I stay there, mm-hmm. it's more about pouring out. Yes, and that's when, like, after I've had my, I like to, that realignment. Mm-hmm. I like, like, it's, God lays on my heart about people to pray for revival in them as well, and then start praying for them, and then pulling people in to help pray for those people. Yep. And, and that, and that's when the cascade of revival flows. Yeah. But I, I think you're right. I think revival has to start in the individual first mm-hmm. before it can. So, yeah. Praying for revival in me, and mm-hmm. and I'm sorry for the repenting of what I've done, and yeah. and the refreshment that I need. I think that has to happen first yeah. for revival to actually take hold. Yeah, and then when you think about the church, so now imagine that you have 100 people mm-hmm. who are in a place of going, "Wow, God, I'm coming before you, and I'm confessing my sin, and I'm repenting." and I need you, and I'm going to be leaning in, and I'm going to be running after you like I never have in a long time or ever mm-hmm. before. Yeah. That's when that starts to build, and that's when suddenly like, people are like, hey, what, you know, what's, you're a little bit different. What's going on? And it's like, well, yeah, I'm just, just seeking God. You know, It's like, oh, well, I want to know more about this. Like, it starts to become very, and I, I almost hate to use this word, but it's true, like attractive. Yeah. To other people, like and and I'm what I mean by that is it attracts people. Like, it's like they they're going. That is something that I want to know more about. Well, I mean, without having Jesus in our in our lives, I, mm-hmm. we have that God created us with that hole mm-hmm. that He has to fill that we're constantly searching for. Always trying to fill. So something. when we when we see that, like when we see that, we are attracted to it because it. Is this something that could fill that yep, hole? Yep. Because we're pulled, we're we're being pulled in all these other directions anyway. Yep. I mean, we're attracted to things that can fill fill that part of our spirit, whether good, bad, or the other, right. all the time. Yeah. But that supernatural Holy Spirit drawing of someone to spirit filled environment mm-hmm. is is second to none. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like you, you were talking about people coming to to know Jesus. Um, Acts chapter 2, it tells, again, that we just were going through these verses like on my mind, but like when it talks about the how God was moving and how the Holy Spirit was moving, it says each day the Lord added to the fellowship of the believers those who were being saved. Like it wasn't just a, um, hey, I'm going to go on a little spiritual retreat so me and Jesus can get cool again. Right. But it's like, oh no, oh no, this is much bigger than this. Mm-hmm. Like. He's going to draw people unto himself through the renewal and the revival of his 
of his of the Christians. Right. You know, those yeah. who are following after him. So and and maybe I use the word attract, but you know, revival it it commands the attention of those far from God. Oh yeah. I mean, and and not like in a hey, look at me way. No, no. That's the work of God, but it's just like yeah. If nothing else more than it it asks a question in themselves, what is this? Right. And I don't think something can it I'm not sure it can be said that something is a quote revival if people far from God have no idea it's been going on. Mm. Which takes you back to the whole, you know, hey, we're gonna put on the calendar that we're having revival on third you know. Yeah. From next Sunday every night through the following Sunday. And but no one around recognizes that. Now I'm not restricting that saying God can't revive someone in that setting. But I think when you really start to see a spiritual renewal happen, yeah, you know, that yeah. it's noticeable. And, and and I wasn't there for any revivals except for the last technical revival in the church that happened in 2001 after September 11th. I was there for mm-hmm. that one. But all the rest of them I wasn't there for, and I don't know if they were marketed as the revival was starting. Let me ask you a question. So after the 2001... Did you guys plan a revival and call it a revival, or was it just that people just came running to the churches? No, we had, we had a prayer service. Yes, September eleventh night. Right, and then we had a prayer service for the next four days, mm-hmm. and then the church just grew. Mm. Yeah, like that's how that revival worked. There yep. was no marketing. It was just prayer. It was just hey, we're doing this. It was the prayer of God's yeah. people. Yeah, and I, th- I think, <coughs> again, I don't know. I think that's how most of them started was prayer. <laughs> Uh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> there was no there was no marketing of hey revival's gonna start tonight yeah get be here get left yeah you know? like yeah. I don't think none of them did that right and that's what happens like in revival is God draws people to Himself and you know those the the ones who are praying for that to occur you know are saying God we want we want to see Your glory we want we want to see You. Here's a few more scripture on revival. Uh, Jeremiah 33, 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. Um, there's That's such a beautiful promise from God that when we call to him, he will answer us. And and in some ways, it looks like, wow, he will even, you know, like reveal his, his goodness, his greatness, his glory in a way we didn't even really comprehend before, you know. Uh, Matthew six thirty three: Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Seek that, and all these things will be added to you. I mean, that's that's prayer. That's mm-hmm. Seeking yep. God's kingdom and His righteousness. Um, and then this one, this is another gut puncher. Uh, we were reading together in staff this morning, <laughs> Psalm one nineteen one o seven. It says, I am severely afflicted. Give me life, O Lord, according to your word. And, you know, that word afflicted, we might think, oh, well, that's not me. But, oh, my goodness, you know, our lot, apart from God or like just our, you know, our sin nature, you know, mm-hmm. our, if we're not purposely, uh, you know, running to God and aware, like if we're living in our flesh instead of our spirit, then that's, Affliction is definitely going to be yeah. the end result. Yeah. Have, <laughs> have you ever been or done one of these sermons or or heard one where they take a verse like this and they take the word that's like the main word and just change it out to other words that people like? Yeah, probably. Like, yeah. 
Uh, I'm severely torn. Give me life. I'm mm-hmm. severely troubled. Ah, you know, yeah, all synonyms yeah. of afflicted. Yeah, yeah. But when you hear the word afflicted, you go, oh, what? Yeah. Like it's that, it's kind of like a Christian, it's not oh, a Christianese yeah, word, yeah, but yeah, it kind of yeah, is. Yeah. So you put in all these words that, mm-hmm. you know, people like will say, like that's in yeah. their vernacular, but it kind of means the same thing. Yeah. 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 That, that's one of those verses where torn, confused, um, well, when I hear afflicted, struggling. Yeah, when I hear afflicted, I think like sick or, I mean, that's one of those old timey words for like you know you have an affliction, like something is not right, like, right? Like physically, whatever. Mentally. Yeah, and spiritually. Here we right, are. Right, right. You know, and but yeah, I hear what you're saying. To me, uh, maybe it's a generational thing because I hear that word and I'm like, oh wow, they went to the, they went to those. No, see, fancy word. see, for me, afflicted is a word that ju- is just there, and it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what does praying? What What is the? So, we've talked a lot about prayer, right? Yeah. Uh, what does praying for uh, spiritual renewal, like spiritual revival? What does that teach us? Like, you know, as individuals, but also as the church. Um, you know, Ephesians 3.20 says, Now all glory to God, who is able through His mighty work, His mighty power at work within us, to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. So when I, when I read that, I just say that when a church prays for revival, what the church learns is to be expectant. Mm. Like the church learns to go, God, this is your timetable. Like we're not, you know, we're not just talking about this suddenly because we expect that on this date this is going to occur like praying for something that only god can do is hard because it pushes us into new areas of humility oh yeah <laughs> um where we're like this is not i'm not in control of this god i just desire this in myself i desire this for our church and we're so much more comfortable praying for god to help us in our current plans aren't yeah. we you know um, um one of the big things for me is trying to switch the way I pray mm-hmm. as opposed to saying, help yes. me, help me, give me, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But it's more, it should be more of let me, mm. let me be a part mm-hmm. of, of what your work is, God. Yeah, show me. Show or something. me. Yeah, yeah. Don't, it's not, yeah. I'm doing this, I want you to come alongside me. Mm-hmm. You're doing this. Let me tag along. Yeah, and that's a good word because you know, with with my daughter, even like when we do prayers, um, that's something that um, you know it could be really easy. Where you know, all right, Mally, say your prayers. Well, thank you for mom and dad, and then she'll usually name like grandparents and then some of our pets who are no longer with us. Mm. Um, and then, and for the whole wide world, amen. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, okay, but yeah, and then like, well, how about, you know, how was your day? And, and we can end up just doing like the, and thanking God is wonderful, but like, if that's all we ever pray, it's like, thank you for today. Thank you for our friends. Thank you for the food we ate. And I'm like, all right, you know, but let's, let's move beyond that. And, and I think that about my daughter who's 10, but then I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of, kind of what I'm doing. And I'm a little bit older than 10 years old. Not so. much, so. <laughs> not much at all. Um, but so like here we are, like we're, we're, it's a lot easier to pray for what we're already doing, but to pray for God to do something 
that holy that only he can do what that does you talk about realignment josh it reorients us it reorients our prayers away from ourselves and onto god like yeah. just what you were just saying and it's risky but it's it's bold like it's bold for us to go you know what god we're you're able to work and so i want my prayers to you know i even want my prayers to be revived mm-hmm. i want my prayers to be renewed well, and it's the whole thing, like, we know what we're capable of. So right. putting us in an equation is easy. But yeah. we have no idea what God is capable yeah. of. And pulling <laughs> ourselves out of the equation is scary. Yeah. And that, and, But that's where we go from self-reliant and putting ourselves on a pedestal. Yep. But, and then putting God to where he rightfully belongs. For sure. And that's where the ardent, actual prayer of seeking God first comes mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. Is taking taking ourselves out of the equation, not like you said, thanking God and and asking God for things is a, definitely a part of your prayer life, but if that's all it is, it's kind of your spiritual walk is kind of one sided, mm-hmm. and it's kind of oriented Very about so, you, self focused, so yeah, self-focused. which is which kind of molds to the culture that we live in. Give me, give me, give me. Yeah, give me, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you. Give me more, give me more, give me more. Yeah. Well, and here's the promise. Like, so when a church prays for revival, not only do we do we learn to to be expectant and go, okay, God, we, you know, why would you with, you know, we're praying for you to um, renew us and restore us and revive us. Why would He withhold that? So you know, so you're expectant. You know, it's like, hey, I know this is coming. I just don't know when or how. But it also, when a church prays for revival we learn to plead with God in prayer and, and that becomes, and that's where you can start to be really, get really specific. And that's what I love about some of these prayer groups and, and, and prayer opportunities that have, that have started forming in our church because God does want us to be specific in our prayers. Like there are people that I know that I want to, uh, I I want them to know the Jesus that I know. Mm -hmm. And so it's, I can plead to God, you know, for them. And that's okay. And Luke 11, five tells us that, um, that Jesus says, so I tell you, keep on asking and you'll receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find, keep on knocking and the door will be open to you for everyone who seeks, receives everyone who, everyone who asks, receives everyone who seeks, finds, and to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. And there's just this great promise, you know, from, from God's word, from Jesus himself, that, and, and so, you know, I would say this, Josh, and this is a challenge to me, and it's something I've been doing, but, like, when's the last time you prayed Scripture back to God? I don't know if I ever actually have. <laughs> like, God, your word says. Yeah. I, you know. I don't think I ever have. Yeah, and I think for some people, like, oh, I don't know if I should do that. And but that's not challenging God. No. I mean, and if you look, like, David did that a lot. Um, but... When you know, when's the last time you asked the Lord to do something that He's done before? Mm-hmm. I said, God, would you do it again? Yeah. You know, you do that again, and like, so how much, how much we take His word and pray it back to Him, and that's what that's what we're doing when we're praying for revival, right? Because mm, yeah. we're asking Him yeah. to do something He's already done, done. before. Yeah, revive us again. Yeah, in, like in the song. Yeah, and you <laughs> again, look, David. <laughs> yeah, and you look at the Book of Acts and you see like all these people coming to Jesus and and you're saying to God, Lord, I, I don't I don't see that happening right now in, in my city. Right? So God, would you do that again? Would people come to know you? 
Yeah. And and if you want to use me, so be it. And if you want to use our church, so be it. But, you know, like, will you do this again? Will you pour out your Holy Spirit on us like you did there in the upper room? Like, you know, your, your name needs will be magnified here, so you're going to be glorified. So do this, God, and, and you know, for your sake. And and that's not that's not irreverent. I think it's pleasing to God, uh, because God He wants to His He wants His glory to be known. So mm-hmm. yeah. you know that's what we're praying. So, um, and you know when we pray for revival, what we also learn, and this is the hard part, is we got to learn to wait on the Lord because we don't know His timing and we don't know how He works and we don't know what it looks like. Yeah. But but I I know that as I've been praying for spiritual renewal and revival in my life that it's occurring. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, it's not how does it look on the bigger scale? I have no idea. No clue, but I know what I'm praying and what I'm desiring uh in my life and as the lead pastor, yes, of course I want this for the church. Not for an end result, but for life change for people. Um, and praying for something that only God can do, what it does is it removes us from our timetable, and it puts us on God's timetable. Yes. And um, sometimes that's hard, and sometimes that's harder. <laughs> yeah. I like how you said that. <laughs> um, you know, but he doesn't, he doesn't live in our, in, on our timeline. He lives outside of it. He cares about it. And he does work in it and through it, but we we wait on the Lord, because um, what we're asking for is His work in His way through His means for His glory, and we we do not want to manufacture that in any way, shape, or form. No, not at all. Not at all. We have enough of that we have in the world. Manufacture, curated, whatever you want. Everything. To say. Yeah. We, we want only what he can give us. So we mm-hmm. wait and we plead and we are expectant and we pray. A um, couple more verses on revival and then we'll, we'll finish up uh, today's episode. Uh, Psalm 19.7 says, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Psalm 22.27, All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord... And all the families of the nations shall worship before you. Whew. That's a prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Psalm 51.10, create in me. This is, let's just, yeah, this will be the perfect one to end on. This is your prayer, listeners, Porch Community. If, you are, if you're hearing this and going, yeah, I need this revival. I need this renewal in my life. Here's your first prayer. Psalm 51.10, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Because this is spiritual renewal and revival, and it's what I'm praying for. It's what I'm praying for me and for you, Josh, and for all of our church, and especially those who are listening with us today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So who knew as we entered into the Old Testament book of Exodus that we would be talking about renewal? I mean, I... I mean, you did. I did. Well, no, I don't know <laughs> if I did, honestly. No, when I first thought about Exodus, I... Uh, uh, no. No? I was just like, this would be a good time to go through the Old Testament, an Old Testament book, and um, but as is God in his word, you know, it, he speaks how he wants to out of it. But when you look at the history of the Israelites to this point, where we find them in, in Exodus, 
they need renewal and they need revival. Oh, yeah. They've been slaves for 430 years. So, yeah, they need renewal. For sure. I mean, they, they need a new identity. And um, this is what he's doing. And so we're going to walk with them and, and see how we how uh, God wants to make that real in our lives today. So mm-hmm. anything else you want to add? Um, just a couple. I hate to take away from the ending of this podcast, but there are a couple like events we got coming up that we yeah. probably want to hit on before we leave. Yeah. So tonight, if you, tonight, October 14th, if you were a church partner, we're having a ministry board meeting. Yep. You should come. Yeah, 6 o'clock in the auditorium. Uh, it's open to everyone all the time. We'll just do some of our business. It's not a very long meeting. Uh, you know, we'll do a financial report. We'll talk about things coming up. Um, and, yeah. It's, so a, it, it's, it's a good way to... If you like to know those kind of details about mm-hmm. what's going on in the church. And, get, and it's a good way to get start getting involved if, if you yep. haven't really figured out a way For to sure. get plugged in. So Yeah. And if you wonder, like, well, so I know who's I know who the pastors are, but, like, what else, who are the other leaders of the church? Yep. Well, the ministry board are those people. They're elected every year, and, and um, yeah. Yep. And then Monday night, again, we have that worship night, which, October 18th. Uh-huh, which is going to start at... 7.30. 7.30. We said 7, but we're going to bump it back a little bit just to make uh, some time for Work our schedules amazing and musicians and those who are helping to be part yep. of the evening. So that is... Monday, the the October 18th. 18th, then mm-hmm. October the 23rd, we have a men's cookout. Um, I don't know the time on that one. October 23rd. Yeah, I don't Saturday. know. Saturday, I don't know the time I th- on I think one. it's earlier. Yeah. I think it's like five or six, but I don't know. We yeah. should know these things, but we don't know yeah. them right now. Yeah, we'll look. And then later. that's pretty much everything we got going on until we record another podcast. There you go. So. There you go. <laughs> and then we'll keep you updated from there. But hey, Porch Community, we, we love you and... Uh, our prayer. Let me pray for us. God, would you renew us, and would you restore us, and would you revive us? By your Holy Spirit, would you, um, would you give us a hunger for your word, Lord, that we would just start talking with you. Maybe some of us haven't done that in a really long time, that we would start to pray and have conversation with you and confess to you and, and cry out to you and celebrate with you. And Lord, would you revive us again? I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Porch Community. We'll uh, see you. Talk to you soon. See you next week. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the 167 Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours your week.